0: three two one all right we're live sounds good my chat is up so I can see what y'all have to say uh the voice mail system is up you guys are already starting to call in your questions so keep those damn things coming in uh and there's my beautiful face what's up everybody how you doing good to see ya so we haven't officially started, but we are live. So before I actually roll the, uh, you know, the ads and all that, I just wanted to do a real quick shout out because, so here's the here's the thing, I opened the box last week, I filmed it with the intention to vlog it, but I never got enough footage to put together a vlog from last week, so the footage was lost. It's useless. So I'm gonna do. Uh, it's not really an unboxing. I've already worn it, but I just wanted to do a shout out to my boy Rai Perez. Over there uh, at the Daily Grind. He sent me this in. I got it last week. And it came with some stickers and some buttons and all kind of good jazz. It's wrinkled as hell. Because I've worn it. You know? And this one, I loved it. This is also really sick. Because my man's putting the heat applied neck label in there. It's very cool. You know what's crazy, brother, about the Daily Grind? I, when I, before I chose the print life... I was straight up going to call the channel The Daily Grind. It's amazing. Great minds. <laughs> Great minds. You know the saying. But this wrinkled as shit, but shout out to Ryan uh, over there at Rye Beats uh, Daily Grind, YouTube channel, all that good stuff. You guys hit him up. I'm, sh- uh, you know, He's been sending them out to all of us lowly YouTubers. But thanks, brother. I've already worn it. <laughs> <laughs> Smells like cam. But I really appreciate it, man. And any of you, anyone else who's got really killer shop shirts, you know? Uh, send them my way. Alright, so let's get started. Today's show is brought to you by none other than CCI's T-Charge ink system. This is the last time we're reading this ad for this particular system. Uh, in case you guys are familiar with their system, it gives you the best of both worlds. You got a water-based ink, you got, oh, oh, now you wanna, you switch over and, and do a discharge? Oh, but normally you have to have a totally different system? Not anymore, because or the T-charge system is a uh, ready for use, so you can use it straight out of the container. Uh, you can mix and match whatever color, whatever Pantone color you need, and you can mix and match whatever color you need. Uh, throw in a little discharge powder, and all of a sudden you got a discharge ink. So it's really it's a three-in-one. It's a mixing system, it's ready for use, and it's a discharge system. Can you beat it? Hmm. Pretty sure you can't. Oh, one other big bonus—we've been using it more and more. We're cycling out of our old ink system into the D- to the T chart system, and one of the most beautiful things about it is uh Oh shit! I completely lost my. <laughs> I just completely lost my train of thought. I don't remember what I was going to say, but it was really good. Uh, maybe I wrote it here. Eh, fuck it. Good enough. Anyway, the other part uh, of this whole system is that they also offer these really cool inks called the D Flow inks. And they're like, uh, they're sensitive to black lights. They're super bright. They have this really incredible neon color. So check out both systems. You won't regret it. Actually, I think I've read this ad like three times. If you guys haven't given it a shot yet, what are you doing? Seriously, what are you doing? You know, they got a starter kit. It's next to nothing. And here's the best part. If you use the this particular discount code on checkout, that is going to be THE, capital T, print, capital P, life, capital L, number 20, you're going to get yourself 20% off of your order. So enter that coupon code at checkout. It's also in the description of this video. You know, it's up to you. But. What are you doing? Give it a shot, and uh, also they they make a lot of other great equipment. They got they got washout boots. They got drain filters. The whole shebang. So get in there. Use the coupon code because I need you to use the coupon code when you're buying the stuff to show them that we're that, that this is all worthwhile, right? So do it. Hook your boy up, man. Order your stuff directly through their website because that's that's what needs to happen. Now let's go ahead and roll the motherfucking intro. Yeah. Oh, shit. No, that's it. There it is. There's the intro. You know it. You love it. You guys are ready to get into it. Welcome to the Print Life motherfucking live. And thank you so much, Print Fam, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to hang out with, not only with me, but to hang out in the chat and chop it up with the rest of the members of the Print Fam. This is what I've learned over the course of doing this show. I'm on the hunt for my 1000 true fans and what I know for goddamn sure is the people in this chat, the the ones hanging with me and contributing to this whole thing that's my baseline. So everyone that's here, I I'm I'm very aware that you're the ones that matter the most. So thank you for being here. Uh thank you for spreading the word and thank you for getting involved. In today's show, uh let me itch my ear. Today, we're going to talk about the top five reasons that we, as small-time entrepreneurs, decide to go into business for ourselves. Uh, but before we get into that, we're going to do the the usual independent shop news uh, that comes straight from the Print Life Facebook group. So if you haven't joined, go ahead and join. We're a little bit backlogged with our approval of cl- of uh, members because there was some stuff going on with the live thing but at, or with the contest, but at the end of the day... You know, that particular graphic was winning before anyone was trying to join. I mean, the most of you voted for that one. Ah, fuck. What a mistake that contest was, huh? I did not handle that properly. You live and you learn. But because of that, we're a little bit backlogged for all the people that are trying to join. But we will let you in eventually. Thanks for uh, requesting it. Anyway, we're going to do the shop news from that. And then last but not least, we conduct our live Q&A. And I have more or less chained it up or changed, not chained it up, but changed it up so that I'm only going to answer two questions from the live chat when we go into the Q&A. The rest of your questions must be called in to the 800 line, mainly because it gives variety. We we get to hear other people's voices besides my own. I know you love it, but... I want to hear y'all asking the questions. So if you really want to get your questions, you submit them through the hotline or, you know, you got to get creative. Okay, now we're about to get into the shop news, but first I got to give a shout out to last week's super chats. There were two of you, and the first one came in with a bang, man. This is Esteban Ku. that's K U. And he hit us with another one of them Epic Super Chats. So thank you so much, Esteban, for hooking me up. You know, money ain't easy to come by, and the fact that you're willing to part, you know, you're willing to pry open, well, or you're willing to slide that card out and and then hit submit means a lot. The next one that also threw me a super chat was my man, Uproar. And he came out with a bang. Thank you so much for contributing, everybody. It means a lot. And it just it shows me that you care. So thank you so much, guys. Uh, That's pretty much it. So let's, let's just fucking hopefully everything's going good, man. I'm not keeping an eye on the right things. Okay. I'm in here. We're good. Everything's good. Time for the uh, shop news portion of the show get in here yeah see we got 146 people that want to join this group we're backlogged for sure let's just hmm I put show news and not shop news so good at this Alright, got some submittals here. So the first shop... Let me get this desk over here. Uh Uh-oh, what happened? It all went to shit. Everything went to shit. Okay, we're back. So the first shop news submittal was from my dude Shane Rudd. And this is a first for their tiny 600-square-foot print shop in Indiana. Uh, Today's delivery put the number of T-shirts in their shop around 2K. Tall orders for a single station, six-color manual. Dude, we do them all day long. Mm, About half already printed, but looking forward to having our floor back. Husband and wife, loving that print life. Congratulations. That's amazing. Uh, That's a start of something very beautiful. Cultivate and give a lot of attention to this client and it will slowly over time it will start to spread that you take care of them and things will grow from there congratulations Shane thank you so much for sharing that news it's amazing Oh, sweet this is Juan Cortez they got a new two-head embroidery machine oh actually well apparently it was down they got it up and running you know I'd be interested to know what was wrong with it and what the cost was to repair it, if you don't mind. If you're here, let me know in the chat. If not, you can, you know, throw it in the comments of the Facebook group. But congratulations for getting it fixed, getting it up and running. And again, thank you for sharing. Next one is from my dude, Johnny Mixon. Mm-hmm. Finished their first 30 plus screen print job on a shitty Chinese press. I'm going to open this up and oh, – f- oh, great, dude. Never mind. That didn't work. The Heather Grays were such a small number, so did them with, with HTV, learned a lot, got pissed off a lot, ruined five shirts, and had to reorder and do them again. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I remember those days, dude. That's how you learn. You basically eat a bunch of money in garment reorders – until you just, you're just just like, I'm not doing that no more. And you start developing systems and processes to get this shit together. But overall, great job, dude. And thank you so much for sharing your trials and tribulations. It's all good to come at us with how much of a hero you are. But it takes a lot more guts to come into the community and say, hey, dude, look, I did this. I fucked a bunch of shit up, but here it is. So thank you for share- sharing, Johnny. That's amazing. I'm glad you made it through. Got some news from Eric Gidley. They got the auto flash hooked up. Finally. Okay, so Eric purchased that damn flash that I posted a video about forever how forever ago. I mean, I can't even imagine how many purchases there were because of that video. Uh, you know, and oh, it's good. I mean, shit. I, I'm just happy that you guys have found a much cheaper option to the ridiculously overpriced flashes that are on the American market. So it's it's a good thing. Uh but he, I think he installed it correctly. I, I actually asked him for a response to this because he used a different plug. I think he used the 30 amp plug, whereas I used the 20 amp plug and ours overheats. If it's on and off too much too quickly, over, after a little while it overheats and it shuts down and you have to let it cool. I'm wondering if the 30 amp plug is the problem, like the wires are getting overloaded or something. If any of you guys know, I would love to hear what you think in the chat or go to Eric's post in the Print Life Facebook group and let me know your opinion on the matter. But uh, he likes to be safe better safe than sorry. He reached out to his electrician friend, I think it's his brother, which was able to give him the correct advice, unlike what I do, where I wing it and I hope for the best. Congratulations on getting it set up, my friend. You also got the updated version. I swear to God they updated it after I made my video complaining about how it wasn't adjustable on the tilt. Like right after I did that, dude, like this this new version came up. They must just be thanking their stars that we did that video. So cool, right? YouTube has crazy reach. It's amazing. Sometimes things happen and I just don't expect them. I got some shop news from my dude Marshall Atkinson. Uh, they've got their uh, Shirt Lab sales and marketing event tickets for sale. They're now live. You can save 200 bucks by buying before the end of August. Uh, it's an interactive workshop. Blah 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 blah. It's, it, it, there's quite a little lineup here, but if you guys are interested in do these kind of workshops and that kind of stuff, and you know making yourself better, look into it. shirtlab.com under acceleration. What <laughs> I don't know what under acceleration. It's not how-to. It's hands-on. Acceleration. Hands-on apparel sales and marketing velocity training. Sounds useful. Shit, man. I need to get into that thing, man. You know what? So I'm going to talk about that for a second. The first time, the first shop management system I built, I went into it with the notion that everything else was going to go on hold until I got that thing dialed in. And the first version was good, but it also lacked some features that would really allow scalable growth. And I look back on this whole time, and I've been holding out pretty much since Jump Street to get my system in place. And I'm really confident in this next system that's coming out. But I feel like whether it's marketing training or or proper SEO, any of these kind of things... You, it's all cool. You can learn that shit till you're blue in the face. But if you don't have the processes in place in your shop, not, not even just in the shop alone, but the process of how you process orders, how you stay in contact with clients, how you take their phone calls, all of those things in place, then when you start a marketing campaign, what if you got slammed with work? How would you manage it? If you don't have all those things in place, you won't. And that's was my that been like the whole thing I've been just waiting on. Like I'm so anxious to get the second version of the software launched because I don't want to get any more clients until all of that stuff is in place. Now, meanwhile, I've been focusing on other parts of the shop, but I don't know. I just brought that just came to mind. You know, I think I bet a lot of you guys feel the same way. Because if you've been running a manual shop for a little while and you've ever gotten slammed, you know how stressful it can be, especially if you don't have a lot of help. Uh, or if your prices are too low and you're already just getting by. It's it's crazy. But having the systems in place allows you to grow without a whole lot of growing pains. You know what I mean? That's what I've been waiting on. You guys, let me know in the chat if it's similar for you. I don't Anyway. Moving on. Thanks for sharing, Marshall. You guys go check out his program if that's something you are interested in. It's probably very well done. One thing I've noticed with him is he puts his time and effort into writing. I know he's an avid reader, so he has lots of information. It'd probably be money well spent. Depends on the price. Uh, Some more shop... But anyway, thank you for sharing, Marshall. Let's get back on track here. Shop news from Shane Rudd. Um... What's he saying here? He's finally fed up with his janky timer on his workhorse Lumatron. This week, he repurposed an old microwave control panel. Shit! Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> Into a timed 110 volt outlet and put it on a put it on our vacuum on a separate switch. Actually, finally, actual numbered buttons. Wow, dude! On a on a microwave timer. Why didn't I just do that? That would have been so much better than the one I got. Still haven't gotten around to doing it, but good job, my friend. It would be amazing if you showed us how you wired it up. A lot of people would like to know. If you could go behind the scenes and show what wires you connected to what, I bet you a lot of people would. Thank you for it. But thank you for sharing what you've done so far, my friend. That's amazing. Very clever. Very goddamn clever. Got some shop news from Sean Brown. Hey, man, did we was this from last week? Did we not have that much shop news I think this is where we're going to end it because I think I remember doing this last week, but let's move on through it. Uh, Just Sean from Hotbox Print Studio just launched his site. That was last night. We have an online store added with the month. If you expect any. Yeah, yeah, we did do this because I thought it was a Squarespace, but he told me it was a WordPress. So this is. uh, That's the end of the shop news. Very good. Actually, that kind of sucks. That pissed me off a little bit. You guys, let's get on the shop news sharing. All right, let's get on it. God damn it. Uh, Anyway, thank you so much for everyone who shared your amazing independent shop news. It's fun to hear. I love reading about it. I love hearing what you got going on. And I know for certain that the rest of the print fam is really into hearing it as well. However, a lot of them are active in the group, so they've probably already seen it all. So this might just be like old information to them. You know what? That might be redundant a bit. I never thought about that until this moment. You guys, let me know in the chat. Is this redundant information? I'd love to know. Because if so, I'll just I'll cut it and I'll let that damn Facebook group just run off on its own. Do whatever it wants to do. Let me know in the chat what you guys think about that. In the meantime, it is time. Well, actually before that, I'm going to do my social media reminders now. So if you aren't following me already... Please head to Instagram and Twitter and follow me at Cam Irvin. That's C-A-M-E-A-R-V-E-N. You can see it up here somewhere. Uh, Subscribe to the Print Life Podcast on iTunes and or Google Play. Give me five stars and leave a glowing review because that helps. The podcast is growing, surprisingly enough. I didn't expect that. But that's weird right when I said that I got this itch. That was weird. And then I got another itch. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please hit subscribe, ding the bell, and watch as many of my videos as you can possibly stomach. So that's, see, I got an itch here. Uh, I don't know what it is. If, um, you know, the subscriber count is growing at a pretty consistent pace. There's not any really stratospheric growth, but it's growing. Uh, but what I have noticed is that the subscribers are going up, but the views aren't going up as much. So if you subscribe, please take a a second and watch the videos as I upload them. How though, however, I haven't been uploading too much lately. You know what I'm saying? But uh, anyway, um, shit, there's a client out here, and this is a, you know, I, he only paid. He's got to pay a deposit, and Jesse's about to give him his fucking shirts. Yep, there it is. Uh, and Jesse's gonna walk in and say, "Hey, Cam." Uh. See all your money? (laughs) (laughs) Help, there. Never mind. So the guy just walked off with only paying half. Great, Mm, great. Anyway, god damn it, and we're fucking closed now. Anyway, dude. Well, that's fun. Um. where, Where the hell was I? Oh yeah. Social media reminders, da, 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 da. and if you're interested on in being on the show for the live show, I have an actually really interesting idea for what I'm gonna do for a live show moving forward. But direct message me on Instagram uh, with your business topic that you want to talk about. Hit me up. I've I've been kind of putting off the the the, uh, the guest thing as usual, but I'm gonna start getting active on that very soon. I'm changing my whole flow for this whole channel. And anyway moving uh, that's pretty much it guys so it's time to move into our business topic of the day and uh where the hell is it yeah today's topic is is the five reasons that the majority of us decide to go into business for ourselves and you know it varies wildly but i was thinking about it today because i was trying to come up with a topic and I felt like, well, there are, as far as I'm concerned, I can think of five that are probably fairly prominent. So what I want to say before I actually dive into it is that I understand that as far as in 2018, especially in America, but probably worldwide, you are not special you are not anything if you want to go into business for yourself everyone i know everyone i've ever met every person on the internet and this this net and they all everyone wants to be their own boss so you're not special by wanting to work for yourself right we all know that every one of us knows 800,000 other people that are trying or that have plans to start their own business but there is a difference some do some don't and uh The reason is some of us maybe have more guts or some of us feel like we have more to lose or some of us just feel like there's this thing that we believe in and we have to follow through with it come hell or high goddamn water or we're not going to be able to live with ourselves. And I think that that leads me right in to the number one reason that I feel most, most people that actually take the initiative to start something for themselves is, let me backtrack again, number one. The fear of not trying. Now, I think, in my personal opinion, it really is one of the biggest factors that drives most of us to get started. Um, I remember, I actually wrote this down because I wanted to try to keep it chronological, but I remember when I told my mom that I was going to start a business uh, for myself. Now, at the time, when I told her or when I brought it up to her the first time, I was working as a designer, Uh, And I was in as soon as at a print shop and I had started looking for any opportunity to make more money and something came up and I got a really good, a really good job. Right. And I took that job with the intent of putting together a screen printing shop. But I was there for a little while while I was getting all that stuff sorted out. And by the time I had gotten. All of my stuff together. I had built my site and I had clients starting to come in, and I was getting so much work that I was like, okay, I'm going to leave. I, t- I called her again. And I said, so, you know, I just wanted to run this by you, but I'm getting, I think I'm going to, I'm done. I think I'm going to leave this thing and I'm going go to go into work for myself. And, you know, my mom is an extremely positive person. But the first time I told her, she was, oh, cool. That's really awesome, Cam. I, you know, I, I, I hope that you're able to put that together. That was when I was working as a designer at a print shop. It was nothing more than a pipe dream. But, the second time around, once I had it all together and it was happening, I told my mom, and again, she's extremely positive, but you could hear that that she's all, oh, good, good. You know, but there's that worry in her voice. And the worry was because I had found myself such a, a stable, consistent, fair, it wasn't a high-paying job, but it was fairly good-paying job. It was the best-paying job I had ever had. So in her mind, she was terrified for me. But what I told her was, you know, Mom, Whichever way this which whichever way this pans out, whether it's really good or really bad, I will not be able to live with myself if I haven't at least given this thing a hundred percent effort. And, you know, again, she says, well, I understand with fear in her voice, but it it really it strikes a chord with me because I feel like so many people That actually do take the steps to start something it's usually because they just can't imagine lying on their deathbed and not having tried it It's, it's one thing to fail it's one thing for everything to go belly up I think we can live with that as long as we gave it a shot so that's what I think number one is I would say that's one of the biggest reasons in my personal opinion again not gospel moving on number two (laughs) <laughs> a lot of us—I'm not putting myself into this category—but I think some of us just want the big boss status. We want to be the boss. We want to get rid of someone telling us what to do. Maybe some of us like the idea of being our own thing because it, we can bolster about it and we can tell everyone how how awesome we are, how we brought the gun show, and we are running shit. I think that that's real. That is, and a lot of times that is. These are not in order of importance. I'm just bringing them up. But I think a lot of people get involved because they want to be the boss. Now, I I would say there's two splits to that. One wants to be the boss for themselves because they're tired of others telling them what to do. I would fall more into that category. Others just want to flex nuts and show how awesome they are by working for themselves, even if they're not necessarily doing well. It makes them feel good. So I would say that that's number two. Don't really need to elaborate on it much more than that. Do you guys agree? Let me know in the chat moving on to number 3 I want to kind of keep up with this chat um so thank you everybody does more or less agree with me on number 1 I appreciate you guys chiming in and let me know let me know how you feel about number 2 you know so I even looked into it I was sitting there as I was writing this really thinking about myself and whether or not that was uh the reality I think for me it wasn't so much about big boss status however when I first went into it full time I really did have this sense of pride that that had risen up to me that has since since diminished but when I first started I was you know stood a little taller but ultimately it was just to get out of that situation where someone else was telling me what to do little did I realize that every client becomes your boss and you end up with 20 in a week instead of one boss that you can get used to anyway moving on to number 3 I, and this is where i this is where i fall absolutely 100%. There's some good things and some bad things about it. But number 3, we love to create and build. Now, i've done this since as long as i can remember. Uh, straight up as long as i can remember, i've been building things, i have been engineering things, i've been you know, failing at them and making some things work. I've tried dozens of different businesses and they failed and this and that. And what I've noticed for myself is that it's not about you know, where it ends up. It's about the process. It's about the creative process, I think. Let me know, guys, as I go through this, if, if you agree with this. But... For me, I just love the process of like like let's say I'm gonna use the the new site the redesign that I did on the you know the software. I love the process of getting in there and uh, laying out the interactive the way things are gonna flow. Uh, I love getting it built and going ah fuck that that doesn't work and I love changing it. I love. Uh, all of that stuff when it comes to building the business i loved getting all the accounts together i loved acquiring the most efficient means of getting this and that and all that kind of stuff it's all building and it's all getting creative with how you go about using in most cases your limited resources to get something done uh for me personally once it's flowing and going that's when i hate it and i want out so badly prime example is again the business when it when i was first putting this together i was so excited about it i was every new client that called in i was just like in love with them and i catered to them to no ends. but as things start moving moving and shaking and it starts to become a routine that's when i want out at all costs and that's when i have to move on to another project that will spark my creative my creative juices, such as the YouTube channel now with the software thing, or the first time on the software. And then once that was built, now it's the second thing. And I think a lot of us fall into that category, at least especially in the screen printing industry, but in in a lot of businesses. It's more about the build and the chase and all that kind of stuff. Let me know if you agree. That's definitely where I fall. Um... Moving on to number four, I think number four, surprisingly enough, if I were to put these in order of importance, I would say this one is less important, but not for everyone. And that is money. I think some of us get into it exclusively for the money. And I will admit, I I think all of us, even though it's a, it's a bit of a taboo topic, we want to make as much money as we possibly can with the least amount of effort. Some of us want it so that we can show off and bolster, which might go right into you know the number two big boss status. but I think the majority of us are on a quest for cash because we understand the freedom it allows us and it affords us other interesting creative opportunities and it's an important it's it's an important piece of the equation when it comes to the American way of life I think, but it um I think that that pushes us to some degree, but I do not think it's the the major factor. I don't think so. I think it's it's one of the things. It's like a bonus. We understand that we need it to get along and to grow and to do more. But it's more of like a it's more of this idea that it, if we get it, it would be a measurement system for how well our creative endeavors did. For me, anyway, that's the way I see it. Uh, and I wrote some other stuff here. And the funny thing is about money though, especially when you go into a business for yourself is when you realize how, how hard it is to actually acquire the stuff. And then you even have, I remember when I started doing this for myself before I worked for myself, I would look at my bosses and go, you greedy fuck. I know you're making money hands over fist. Why ain't you breaking me off with some of that? And then you get into business for yourself and you go, Oh, now I understand when you were saying you were broke, you were broke. Right? It's funny how when you get into it for yourself, you go, oh, wow, this is not as easy as I thought it was. Anyway, let me know if you agree in the chat. Moving on to number five. And this is the last one that I could come up with. I think a lot of us get into it, into business, because we want control of our schedule. I remember reading all those self-help books and all of that bs you know when i was younger trying to f- figure out how i was going to get all this to work out and that always came up as like oh one of the best things about being your own boss is how amazing how once things are set up you can create your own schedule and maybe that's true at some point but i'm just like i don't know five six years deep now and the business still runs my schedule but i think when you start it is It is like this really cool pipe dream, like, oh my God, if I can just get this business going, put a couple years into it, then I'll be able to go off to the Bahamas with all the money I've made, and I can run here, and I can take my family there, and I can buy my mom a house and all of these things, right? It's like, well, that goes, falls more into the money thing, the buy your mom a house deal, but I can go visit with my mom, and I can take two weeks off for Christmas and all this kind of stuff, and you really... I remember thinking that I I remember of all the things I thought when I started working for myself, that was a very important one to me would be like, Oh hell yeah. I can go on these trips now when I want to. And Oh, if I don't want to work, if I only want to work two days a week, I can. And you're like, and you know, it was a very enticing idea to me. Uh, That's it, man. I, I feel like I really cranked through that business topic, but let me know in the chat what you guys think. Is that, do you agree with most of them? What was another reason that you got into business for yourself? I'm sure I missed it, hundreds of them, but I'd love to know. So let me know in the chat uh, as I'm as I'm going through this thing. Actually, I'm going to read it right now. I want to read some of your guys' responses as I was doing that. I'm going to start up here a little bit closer. Not, I don't know. Sometimes I say words, and I'm like, where did that word come from, and why did you use it? Like right there, I said, I'm going to look up here a little closer. I don't know why I said that. Okay, moving on up, moving on up to the top of the chat. Do another contest. Yeah, I got to do another contest. That went went so well. I made so many people happy. I still have to announce the winner. I mean, it was obvious, but I still have to. So Jamie says that she feels the exact same way about uh, waiting to promote and market. Oh, that was from something I said earlier. Me too, man. I completely... Or, Jamie. I completely... You want everything... You want all your ducks in a row. Because once things start hitting you, if you don't got them in a row, everything can fall apart. I've been there a couple times. It's terrifying. Uh, Love this avenue, as I can. Oh, good. Well, in regards to the shop news statement I made way earlier, everyone does think I should keep doing it. A lot of you actually don't log into Facebook to read this stuff, so it's not repetitive information. So I'm going to keep doing it. I love doing it. I think it's amazing. John Muraney just added shop news, but we're already past that, man. But we'll get it on the next one. Yes, the CCIT charge system is both discharge and water-based ink. So it's both. It's amazing. I love it, man. All I can tell you guys is just try it. Okay, now I'm looking in. Now I'm reading other comments that have nothing to do with this. And they're not directed at me. I'm just reading your guys' chat between each other, which is always interesting. Okay, so the first one is in regards to being your own boss. This is from Prototype 8. Um... Well, this is one where if if you really want me to read it and address your guys' comments and stuff, please type at the print life so that it stands out to me. So this is from Prototype. For me, it's not a it's not to be the boss, but it's because of the lame bosses I have. That's kind of more like I actually I've had some really good bosses, though. Tough dicks, but I learned a lot from them. Uh, prototype that says number three is right on the money i already forgot what the fuck number three was but (laughs) good to hear Uh, this is from black sheep decals another big thing for for them is that knowing that they're building something for the family and setting their lives up for the future that's true yeah building something for the future is important i feel like i'm valuing that more as i get older but you know the family thing sure heck yeah uh, number three. Okay, so number three was the, the building thing, I think. So, yes, I have pride. This is from Imagination Apparel. I have pride in seeing what has been done. For sure, man. Me too. Uh, Jason Enns just popped into the chat. He was sleeping on the job. What else is new, dude? Uh-uh. okay apparently like everyone else is doing here john's got some people are getting themselves some um some coupons i wonder you know i never thought about that but that chinese flash because it kind of i kind of basically gave them free promotion that's it's funny how that shit works dude i should have gotten like a coupon or like a, a referral code so they could give me a percentage on it right god damn it anyway Sorry, I'm I'm looking here. Any more questions or any more responses to the shit I was talking about? Probably not. Uh, So Sean Dewasi says it's the best, going into business for themselves, it's the best option for making money in a small town. I I never thought about that, but that makes sense. Um, Mark Guerrero, I got tired of making money for other bosses. That makes sense. Then you come to find out that in most cases, you... You cost them more than you make them, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, 85 Fat Boy says he just started a little while ago, but he's made a few hundred bucks on the side just doing it himself. Yeah, you're just getting started. It's it's going to be. Uh, so GM Prince says it's. To be his own boss, it's better to put 100 hours in for yourself than it is to do 40 for some other company. I agree. It's harder. It's more work, but it is better in the long run, I think. Greg McLaughlin just came back into the field uh, because he got a concussion, and he loves printing. Three years in now. Yeah, so that's the, that's it. Seems to be the biggest one is people just get tired of working for other people. How did I not leave that in there? I felt like I kind of had that in there, but that was that's one. Everyone gets tired of working for someone else, but I think I said that in the very beginning. That is every person, especially in America. Every person in America is tired of working for someone else, and they want to be their own boss, right? But I feel like there's a driving force that takes you beyond that. Anyway, I get it. Lenny Shamon is in surprise. His neighbor might stop by and say what's up. Okay. Uh, just one more thing to distract me from getting shit done in the middle of the day. How much should I charge if I... Okay, now we're moving into that. Okay, guys, so thanks. Oh, sorry, GM. I say, I say dude and this guy for everybody. I apologize, but good. I'm glad that you're a lady, a lady in business for themselves, killing it. Just like me trying to figure it out and doing a... I'm doing a piss poor job at it. How are you doing? You're doing a great job, mediocre job, piss poor job. Let me know in the chats. But thank you for uh, sharing why you do it as well. Moving on, guys. I think it's time for um, the Q&A. I don't have any Instagram shout outs or anything like that, so I'm just going to move right on into the Q&A. Let's head on over to Ring Central, which is my A... <laughs> happening here well this is new it looks different now but this will work i think so a couple of you have called in some questions so i'm gonna go ahead and fire these off i'm gonna listen to them and then respond to everyone that called in your questions thank you so much and before i start this to everyone that chimed in on the chat and how you feel about the the business topic of the day thank you so much i appreciate it a bunch time for the print life q a Let's play that first message, and this is not working. Here we go.
1: Hey, what's up, Print Fam? It's Jamie from Inkings Inc. I got Jamie, a question about a problem that I ran into today, where I had about uh, half of my screens after I burned them, and actually even before I burned them, that they wouldn't wash out. It wasn't um, it wasn't overexposure. It was just a real hard washout, and I was worried about details, So I ended up stripping down about half of my screens, mm-hmm. recoating with the same emulsion, and, and then washed out fine, all these yeah. same parameters. What I'm wondering is if emulsion sits on your screen, even if it's in a dark room, mm-hmm. for too long, um, can it harden or, or have yeah. some type of effect to where it won't wash out? You need to burn your screens um, within a certain amount of time after you code them. Uh, just wondering what your thoughts are on that because it was a nightmare day for me. Thanks,
0: guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. You know it can. I, actually, my guys, because they had to convince me that that was the case because I just didn't believe them. Because the whole time I did it, I I would code screens, but I would run through them, and it just wasn't a thing. But they weren't cycling through them and they would let certain meshes like sit in the rack for, for weeks, you know, like three weeks and they would go to burn them and it would be exactly the same thing. Well, I haven't been able to figure out if it's the heat that kind of pre exposes them or if it's just the time. Cause we also have a dark room or we have light filters on the, the bulb. So even when we turn those on, you know, the UV output should be minimal from what I can tell from my experience after them convincing me is that it's possibly the heat or maybe just once it's coated the the photo the photographic reaction starts happening but yes if they sit for too long they will kind of pre-expose and it'll make it harder or impossible to wash out but dude I didn't believe it for the longest time. I just, I just couldn't buy it because our dark room is very dark. But yeah, man, that, I think what you said is correct. That is usually the case. So, what I could say to help you try to fix that is you got to make sure you're cycling your screens. And if you are, if you're small, you're just starting out, and you're not using all of your screens up all the time, then um, maybe hold out on degreasing and uh, coating them until you know some jobs are coming up. For us, we cycle through them enough that it's not a big deal. But if they're going to sit for a while, maybe hold out. Thank you for calling in the question, man. Dude, It was it, I remember being like, nah, it's not true. And they were like, they're all, Cam, I'm telling you, this is what's happening. And I'm like, no, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> I was dense as shit about it. But it does appear to be the case. All right, we got another one here. Thanks for your question. No, we don't. That was a two second. There's nothing. Okay, here's one more. Niagara Falls.
1: Hey, Cam. This is Ryan at uh, One West Green Print Garage. What's up, part Ryan? part of the Print Fam. Enjoy your show a ton. Thank you. Anyway, I'm calling from Niagara Falls, Canada. That's cool. And I have a question for you and the Print Fam. Um, I've been printing for about two, two and a half years, something like that, and I've only ever printed water-based. And, uh, Interesting. And I know you're doing more and more water-based printing, mm-hmm. and I... There's one thing that drives me nuts, and that is ink sticking to my squeegee. And yeah. it drives me up the wall, and sometimes I have more ink on my squeegee than I do on the screen, it seems. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you have this problem or anybody else who prints water-based has this problem.
0: Yeah.
1: But I don't know. Is there a tip or a trick that, uh, you know, maybe the ink doesn't stick to my squeegee so much? Dude. Anyway, cheers. Thanks uh, if you have a solution. Thanks a lot. If not, maybe somebody else does. Okay. Bye.
0: Yes, thank you for that question because I would also like to hear any tips or tricks any of you guys have on that problem because it's a huge goddamn problem for water-based ink. We saw that it was, and I hate to knock this company because it's awesome, but the squeegee climb was a huge problem, especially with the Permaset Aqua series of stuff. It doesn't seem to be as bad with the Green Galaxy and the Comet White from what I could tell. You know, uh, But yeah, it happens. It seems to happen on all water-based. The only solution Jesse and I were able to come up with is that we're constantly scraping. So we print, and we have spatulas right there next to our tubs, and we, we, we're literally scraping it off the things and dunking it back in the thing. I don't know if it's a brand-specific thing or maybe there's something else you can do, but I don't honestly have a lot of advice for you. I'm still l- figuring out water-based. I've learned a lot of really cool tricks along the way, but... That one's a problem. I have noticed the Green Galaxy doesn't tend to ride up as much as a lot of other brands. Uh, but yeah, I would love to hear any of your guys' advice or uh, input on this problem. Because it is a huge goddamn problem. It's super irritating about water-based. I'm trying to think, too, if there's anything else we've figured out. Because I have noticed that with the comment white, it's not it's not happening very often. Yeah, let us know. Sorry, dude, I don't have a lot of advice for that other than, yeah, we just scrape it, dunk it back in the screen, scrape it, we just get used to it manually. Like, I really think about it when you start printing with an automatic and how much of a nightmare it would be, especially if it's – I mean, there's certain plastisols that do the same shit, though. There's certain plastisols that climb right up that squeegee, man. So it's, it is a screen printing issue. And it's, I think a lot of it comes down to the formulation of the inks, and some inks are better about it than others. I don't know. That's all I got, dude. Sorry, I can't be more help with that. I wish I had the answer. God damn. Let us know, guys. I'm gonna read what I got. So here's something from. Well, this is more of a statement or and a question, but this is from Hot Box. Uh, how are aren't the high solids water based inks supposed to? To do a little bit better for that i don't know like Perma said aqua super cover is a high solids and it just dude it clumps right up at the top almost instantly it's it is rough yeah and we you know we have a lot of heat here in arizona without the humidity so water-based printing here is problematic across the board, and I don't even have a humidifier in this joint, which I need to bring one in, like an industrial humidifier. So we're we're dealing with it on like an extreme level. Because I remember talking to the manufacturer of at Aqua, and he said, "Dude, you gotta get your humidity up to a minimum of 30 percent, but you're better off at like 50 or 60 percent." The heat shouldn't be as much of a problem, though, from what I heard. Anyway, let's go ahead and uh, move on. We got another, well, I'm going to refresh this because apparently there's more calls into the thing. Here. There we go, but thank you for calling it in. Next question.
1: Hey Cam, it's Brad Z here at Standard Graphics. So Brad, I'm about to order that LED um, unit to retrofit my old exposure unit. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to know if you're experiencing any undercutting and how it's working for halftones. Anyway, let me know in the live show. I'm watching you right now. Cool. Thanks a lot. Keep up the great work.
0: Thanks for calling in, Brad. Dude, it it does not undercut at all. It's amazing. Also, use the link in one of my videos because apparently, dude, I just checked my Amazon affiliates and it's paid me like a hundred bucks this month. So it's not nothing. It's like a 5% dude, but it helps. So please use the links if you're going to buy any of that stuff. I've got the links in all of my videos, so just go to the most recent video and, and click the link. Dude, it's pretty cool. It, I still haven't wired up the thing. We've just been plugging it in and unplugging it. But it works like a charm. And the time is what's really the most impressive part of the whole deal. It's just like, boop. And it's and it's burned, and it's ready to put into the tank to soften, and then we can wash it right out. I love it. You won't regret the purchase, Purchase and it's so cheap. Uh, you don't even, like, now that I think about it, with that thing, it would... Like if you had a, a glass coffee table, you could put the light underneath it and you would have a an incredible exposure unit. It's amazing. And I'm wondering now with all of these, everyone keeps talking about undercutting. And I never even, I've never had, I've always had a point exposure unit. I've never had like the fluorescent bulb type of stuff. So I've never had to really deal with it. But I do wonder now with the strip LED type of exposure units if that is a problem or not. I don't imagine that it would be because the times are so short. I feel like even if it were strip LEDs, I just don't think undercutting would be an issue because it's like, you know, 15 seconds. Does the light have time to undercut? I don't know. It's a good question. Anyway, yeah, dude, you, you won't regret it. Just buy it. But buy it through my link. Thank you for calling in, dude.
1: Hey Cam, it's Jason and Sprinko.
0: Quick question: What good. is
1: the difference between a puff additive mm. and the puff base? No one can seem to give me an answer. I'm trying to figure that out. All right, thanks.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like they would still. It's a good question, dude. I feel like they would still be the same thing. I have a puff additive, and we just put it into whatever. I, I feel like it would be two of the exact same thing. But with, so with the base, you could use the puff base to mix up, you know, like if you have a PC mixing system, like let's say from Will Flex, uh, you could mix that color up right in the puff base. You wouldn't have to, you wouldn't, like if you did a lot of puff, maybe it would just be better to use the base because you're mixing right into it and you can you can run with it, I don't know, right out of the thing. One less thing you have to add to your ink, maybe, but I just, we use the additive, we mix it up. In our thing, and then we add the puff additive to it, and you got puff ink, but I would assume it's two of the exact same deal. Never use the base, but that's it dude it's 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 I don't think it's a much of a difference at all. One less thing you have to add by using the base you know I wouldn't stock it though I would just stock the additive if it were me unless I'm missing something all right. But thank you for calling in, Jason. Good to hear your voice.
1: No. Hey, Cam. This is Rob. I have a question. I was just wondering how you like that new emulsion, and have you switched over full time? Are you going back to your old emulsion?
0: Yeah, no, hell yeah. Thanks for calling in, Rob. Yeah, we have been. We have fully switched over to the VPR. Yeah, it's expensive, but it's amazing. It doesn't absorb. Dude, I get. Itches when I start trying to answer questions, it doesn't absorb water nearly as bad as our old photocure blue. It's almost waterproof, but the nice thing about it is that although it's waterproof and it doesn't really break down over shorter run water based jobs, uh it's easy to reclaim also, we haven't even been using the emulsion hardener on it, so in my personal opinion, it's a little more expensive, but it's like so wonderful. I would just try it out. And, and see what you think, man. Use the coupon code. Go to CCI. Hit them up. You'll get 20% off your first order. And uh, let me know what you think about it. We used PhotoCure Blue from Merkamy from for so long that... You know, I just never I never really stepped outside of my comfort zone and tried other stuff. A little did I realize that there were much better options out there. So there could be other really incredible options, but from my experience, that stuff is a dub. bomb And it is a fairly high solids uh, emulsion, and it's dual-cure, so it really holds fine detail well. And you can build up stencil thickness pretty easily. And that's what I found, too, with water base. We've been doing a, a triple-double triple on the on the print face and double on the ink side of the screen and it's been helping a lot with those white water-based prints cuz we're able to build it up without having. we're able to build up the water-based ink thickness with that stuff. Anyway, I love this shit, man. Definitely try it out. Thank you for calling in your question, my man. Any more? That's it. We're done, ladies and gentlemen. We are wrapped up on the Q&A portion of this bad boy. Um, just another quick ad read reminder. Don't forget to use the, uh, the printlife20 coupon code on ccidom.com to get 20% off of all of your purchases on that website. I don't know if it's a one-time use or if you can use it over and over again, but use it up, man, and it helps me let them know that uh, this is valuable and it gives me more value and th- just use the code, please. Uh remember it's capital T the capital P print capital L life 20. It's in the description of this video. Use it, love it, live it. Now, thank you guys so much for hanging with me. I really appreciate it, man. It makes it just It means the world when you guys are here with me. I know that I've been slacking a little bit on the video uploads, to be honest with you. I've had it with the vlogging thing for a while. It's been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed it, but I'm done with the vlogs. I'm moving on to making some different videos, and I'm calling them. Well, that's to be announced, but I'm working on the one right now. There's not going to be as frequent of uploads, but I hope that these videos will be very useful. For all print shops because I really have this concept that I'm going to try to initiate I'm going to do a few of them and then I'm going to get your guys' feedback on what I missed and what I had in there so that they are extremely useful for you and your shop and and you know all that kind of stuff so I'm excited to start working on them instead of the vlogs for a while but you know every once in a while I get a wild hair up my ass to do a, a vlog kind of deal and then in which case I'll start doing them But in the meantime, keep your eye out on the new content. You guys are the shit. And shout out real quick to Jamie because I just see she popped off with a super chat. So thank you so much for that, Jamie. I'm glad that the show went smoothly. Hopefully the information we talked about today was helpful to somebody in here. To everybody who's been here, who's, who's a core family member, thank you for being here. And to anybody who's just joined in for the first time, we're all happy to have you. Make sure to say something in the chat. Make your presence known because we're all happy that you're here. We'll talk to you guys next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. See you then. See you then, ladies and gents. Peace out.